How you doing, Ken? Ken Norton. Good uh, day to you. I'm doing well, man. How are you? I am doing good. It's a uh, it's morning for us. We're recording this in the morning. The sun is shining. It's a beautiful day, so I am excited to be back with another episode here on Illuminate. Illuminate, the podcast of Lifespan Services. And Lifespan, just to remind everybody, is a North Carolina nonprofit um, headquartered in Charlotte, North Carolina. But we also uh, have about 400 employees, and we serve about 1,500. That's 1,500 people every day across 23 North Carolina counties. So our impact and footprint is rather large, and it's exciting to be part of Lifespan Services. And one thing Lifespan does is to illuminate everybody's abilities. We do not diss anybody's abilities. We illuminate them, right, Ken? Yeah. And that's uh, really the main purpose of this entire podcast. We want to bring people on here to illuminate their personal stories, what they're going through. It's an opportunity to give them a platform to share uh, all the awesome things that's going on in their life. And uh, we believe in the power of story. We want you to hear that. We want you to hear from our individuals, our staff. We've heard from board members. It's, uh, we're getting everybody onto this podcast. So we're really excited to bring another story in case you're just joining us for the first time. My name is Ken Norton. I am Lifespan's Director of Individual Philanthropy, so I work on that side. And the other Ken that you heard is the Ken Fukwe. Ken Fukwe, and uh, I'm honored to be able to sit in the CEO seat and work with this amazing organization. Without further ado. Oh, it's going to be a great podcast today. You talk about the power of story. I'm excited. Um, yeah, these two individuals are amazing the impact they have on the world. Uh, I'm so excited to dive into this today, Ken. So introducing with us, we have Zaria and Raquel. Raquel's Yay. a life coach uh, for right. Lifespan Services. So welcome to Illuminate You Too. How are you guys doing this morning? Good. I'm doing good. Good. Thank you yeah. for having us. Yeah. Thank you. We are really excited to have you on. Um, and we want to just jump into all of your stories. So if you could briefly introduce yourselves um, who are you? What do you do? Um, yeah, just give us a little brief introduction of who you are. Well, my name is Zaria. I'm an individual in lifespan. Um, well, what I do is I create candles and make art, which is my passion, and I really enjoy it. And it's just been a wild journey with lifespan, and I love it here. I love it. Sorry, how long have you been with us? Um, it's been about two months. I've had you for about four months. I think you've been here about a year. About a year. Okay. Nice. Nice. I love it. Me too. I've been here a year too. So we're <laughs> in the same, same way. What about you, Raquel? Hi, I am Raquel. I am one of Lifespan's uh, Life Coaches in the Life Works Division. Um, I'm also a mental health advocate. Um, I am, you know, just elated to be here uh, to help out individuals. I have only been here since July of this year, but it feels like a lifetime um, with working with Zaria and my other individuals and just other coaches. Um, Lifespan has really opened up, you know, just 
options and just giving all of our individuals a chance at a better quality of life. Ken, thank you for having us. And other Ken, I so appreciate you. <laughs> Ken 2.0 is Ken Norton. He's the uh, upgrade and he's much better looking. Uh, Raquel, for those that don't know, um, Lifespan has a lot of services that we are engaged in and offer like residential services, early learning centers, community engagement, day programs, but you mentioned LifeWorks. Tell me a little bit so that everybody that's listening is understanding. LifeWorks does what? LifeWorks is a community base. We're out in the community. Um, we service our individuals in the community, which means that we will go to their homes, um, and provide services. We actually pick them up. We take them out to um, activities, um, community engagement. We teach them about money management, uh, transportation training, um, anything that is required for them to have a better quality of life, to be more independent um, is what we do in our division. Zaria, what's some of the, what's some of your favorite things you like doing with Raquel outside in the community? Anything super fun that you've done last few months? Well, one thing I really like to do is that it's super simple. We'll just go to a restaurant or a public place and we'll just sit there and talk. Nice. That's that just one of my favorite things because um, just having somebody to talk to, like spill your soul with. It's just amazing. You don't have to do anything very particular or special. Just talking is just the main point. And that's one thing I really like because she's such an open person. <laughs> she's so caring and loving. Like, wow. Like, having that experience with her. And she introduced that to me because I wasn't really a talker. But, like, having her just sitting there talking, like, hey, open up to me. <laughs> Like it just it just opened a new door, a new light, just shining on me. I'm like I feel, I just feel rejuvenated. Raquel, when you hear that, that just has to give you a warm fuzzy. How does it make you feel? It makes me feel amazing. It makes me feel like I'm I'm doing my due diligence, um, just in my life into the community. I have always been community service oriented. So um, I've always had a caring heart and I always want to see people succeed. Doesn't matter um, the ability. Um, so that just makes me feel, it just makes me feel so wonderful to see Zaria and where she, where I, I met her at and where she is now. Um, Zaria, why is that important to you to have somebody to talk to? I mean, uh, you mentioned in, in one of the forms that you filled out before we joined together today about one of your greatest challenges was seclusion being by yourself yeah. so why is this important to you that Raquel gives you that space and that um, table where you can sit and have that conversation well being the young person I was at the time I felt like I couldn't talk to anybody I was I wasn't just secluded I, was, I felt alone like by myself and I was at the time because I feel like my mom, my family, they didn't really understand. And even though I knew they were trying to help, I didn't allow them to help me at the time. I didn't want help at the time. 
And that was the main issue right there. It was a part of the seclusion was I didn't want the help. Not me realizing that I'm blocking, I'm trapping myself in the seclusion area. And it was just very hard because a lot of people I know feel the same way. And I know a lot of people that's watching this right now, listening to this, learning from this. It's like, hey, this person right here is telling telling me a story. And that's how I feel. That's how she feels. It's like, there's that seclusion. It was like a bubble. Like, and it was closing in on me at the time. When I met, when I first met Raquel, like she said, where she met me at, it was in a very dark place. I remember at the time, I didn't even want to talk to her. I didn't want to engage. I didn't want to do anything with her. But when I went out with her, met her, experienced her, it was like, hey, if I could do this right here, it's all good. Like, I can get out of that seclusion bubble. It's hope. And it's been like that ever since, hope. Sorry, there's a lot to that. Um, I think it's really powerful how you even just can share that. You're super wise uh, for your years. And to say and to be able to recognize, like, I need help. Uh, and just to say, that's okay. Uh, we all need that at certain times. I think it's really cool that you have you have that in your story and for you to even encourage others that sometimes the first step is just saying, hey, I need some, I need some help. And for you to be able to recognize it yourself is really cool and encouraging to me to encourage me like there's gonna be times in my life I need that too and it can happen to anybody there something can happen in your life where you just feel really alone really secluded and you may need someone as awesome as Raquel to come along <laughs> in your story and to interact and to say you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna help get you out be that helping hand so really cool and uh, appreciate your vulnerability there I kind of want to shift because I want to hear about your businesses that you are starting up it's something that is uh yeah i, I just want to jump in so you have first you are starting a candle business tell us a little bit about that well my candle business is was introduced to me by miss raquel with that <laughs> you know um but when i got into it the first time we actually did it i was like oh my god so this is how candles are made like, cause you never think about it. We go into Macy's, Target, any other store that sells product like candles, and you think, you never think about, hey, how is this made? You just smell it, it's like, oh, I'm taking this. It smells good. So I was like, hey, this is the process. I want to be that person that does the process. So it was like, when they said, hey, we can turn this into a business, I was like, a business? You got the right person because I, I never, never thought I would be running a business. Mm. But yeah, it's like candles, like, and it's like, hey, candles could be something that also gets me out of my comfort zone. Could get other people out of their comfort zone. It's not just like something you're just doing. It's something like you put effort, time, love, and compassion in. And we share that compassion, that love of people, sharing it with my family this weekend, 
sold out like that. I was like, yes. I was like, wow. And, and even if they didn't like Kendall, they just supported me. I was like, and that that's right. That was big. That is big. That's something big for me. And I just loved it. Zaria, um, I have no idea how a candle's made, to be quite honest with you. So how is a candle even made? <laughs> well, you were saying that, I'm like, I have no idea how a candle's made. Enlighten, how do, how, does, how do you make them? Well, well, it, all it takes is just wax, soy wax, um, scents, jars, preferably oil scents, and food color, if you want color to your candles, and um, and a warmer, like a small uh, melting pot or warmers that you can sit it on. And it only takes like 10 to 15 minutes to let that sit, let it melt, let it cool down, and boom, you right onto it. Just pour it in a jar, let it sit, it'll do the work all by itself. It's like <laughs> all you gotta do is just guide it a little bit. <laughs> I love it. What's what's some of your favorite scents you've been making right now? What's on the what's in your product line? Well, my I like sweet scents. So one of my favorite one is we made this strawberry lemonade. When I tell mm-hmm. you it smells so good, it smells like so much like strawberry lemonade. I wanted to drink it so bad. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. What this could do for people, uh, for me, for other people, people gonna. Thirsty when I smell it. And that's actually one of um, our first ones, like one of the first experiments with candles we actually did and how it came out so good. Cause I'm thinking, like, hey, this is my first time. It might not come out. It might be be able to sell right away. Probably need some time. But when it came out, it's like so surprised with me in the process. I was like, wow. I did that. I made this candle. And, and another one of my scents, I gotta get this out there, because this is a limited edition, a limited edition scent. Oh, okay. Limited if you listen oh. to the podcast, you get a limited edition. <laughs> this is limited edition, only for Christmas. Okay. Christmas okay. tree. Um Ooh. it's one of my favorites because we, like most people don't really like outside or smell of nature or anything like that, but it when you like smell it, it gives you it puts it put me in the mood for Christmas because honestly it wasn't feeling like Christmas to me at all. Like, and when I smelt it, I was like, okay, this is it. This is the one that's gonna set people off. Like, this is the one that's going to, like, even though it's limited edition, people going to love this scent. And I was so excited to sell it. I sold my first one. Then after that, I sold another one. I was like, everybody was like, hey, you still got that Christmas tree set? I'm like, I never knew this one would make such a big Thank impact. You. Yeah. <laughs> people was, I was like, I knew I loved it. But I didn't think they would love it because the smell like I said, people don't really like outside or nature or anything like that. So that's what it smelled like. It smelled like an actual Christmas tree. And if you don't have a real Christmas tree in your house, then you wouldn't know what it smelled like. You <laughs> so. need a Zarya candle. 
you mm-hmm. need one if you don't got one because a lot of us don't have real trees because it's yeah. an asshole. So we, we're going to need a candle from Zarya. Any sense on the horizon? Any new ones you're thinking of in the future awesome. here? Well, since Valentine's Day is coming up, we're about to try chocolate. Chocolate, chocolate scent. Mm-hmm. So most of our scents are food-based. So <laughs> it has a warning label on the bottom. So please do not eat if y'all buy our candles. Please do not drink, do not eat, do not consume. Don't do anything <laughs> like that. Please do. Please don't. It has a warning. Read the warning label. Read the warning label. So I'm just warning y'all. This has been warned. So chocolate. Yeah. Zaria is quite the entrepreneur there. I, uh, Zaria, the other day, several people came to the office and they were carrying your candles that they had purchased at the Mosaic Maker's Market, uh, which is at uh, Shopton Road. And so I raced over to Mosaic Maker's Market because I love candles and there were none left on the shelf. So I've been promised that uh, when the next batch comes out, I'll be able to get one and probably will look forward to buying the chocolate one. Chocolate is my favor. I imagine this podcast is going to increase your sales, Zaria. Because if if I'm going to buy a candle from anybody, I'm buying it from you. So (laughs) I'm really excited. So put me on that list too with Ken Fuquay because I'm going to get some candles. Especially if it's Valentine's Day, I may get one for my wife. So it will be good. Just to reiterate, if you are listening out here, we do have Mosaic Market. Um, it is in a little suite right next, attached to our offices, and that is where we are selling these candles. If you want to join and purchase one for yourself, the Mosaic Market opens every second Thursday of the month, um, normally around lunchtime, right, ladies? Um, I think it's, it's between uh, um, ten o'clock. Between ten starts. 10 mm-hmm. And so, if you want to get yours, you can come to Shopton Road, which is one five one one Shopton Road. There'll be sweet. H, I believe you'll see a mosaic market. We'll be out there because there's always a fun group group that comes in. So if you want to get it, uh, we'll be posting on our socials to remind everybody. But that is where you can purchase and meet Zaria and get one of her candles. But if you do join us, you're not only going to be able to get candles, you're going to be able to maybe get art and other things because there's are selling a lot of things. And Zaria has another business because once she started one, I imagine you're like, well, we're just going to keep on going here. You have another business, your painting business. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, painting is my passion. I've been painting since I was a little girl. And again, I never thought it could be a business. Like I never really thought my, I guess my talent wasn't like business material because I just take some, just take colors and it just comes out. And it's just, I don't really think about it. It just comes naturally. And when pe- other people saw it, it was like, that looks so good. That's so pretty. That's so, that's just it. I was like, really? Uh, I didn't really think about it. I just did it. And I was like, it's been like that for my whole life. I just do it. And when you think about art and you see other people art, you think it takes um, focus or some type of planning to make it look that good. It doesn't always take that. You can take paint, 
any type of paint you want, watercolor, acrylic, metallic, any type of paint, any type of color you want, and just a simple canvas, blank, white, and create it to anything. You can go light colors, dark colors, both colors, and I dabble in light colors because that's me. <laughs> but it was just amazing how it got started and how I took something that was just so simple, like a passion that I grew up with, that I loved, and created into a business that other people love also. Like, I'm, I wasn't there Thursday. I wasn't there, so I don't really know. But I've been hearing, I've heard, that people have bought my paintings, which made me so happy. Yes, so sad that I wasn't there to see it and like, hey, thank you so much. And just talk to those people. But I appreciate the ones that did buy. And I'm so happy that you did love my paintings because I also love you guys. Because y'all make me, y'all support, not just her, just my family, just the people of random people I barely even know. The support that they've given me, just buying it, just supporting me and just buying my candles, my art, is something big for me. And thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, Zaria, there's a lot of people that uh, they think um, that they can't do it uh, and they easily give up. Uh, that it's a little too hard or the business would be too hard. And I'm excited to hear you talk about what you're saying here. Um, talk to me a little bit about not giving up on your dreams, not giving up on your goals. Well, it's, it's not something you just say not giving up. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. You have to have that mindset. When you wake up, when you go to sleep, when you eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, you have to have that mindset. Because the simplest things can just drain you. Walking up the stairs can drain you. Getting up in the morning can drain you. If you got to go to work, nine to five, it can drain you. And after that, you don't really have the energy to start your own business or as simple as go out and get the groceries. You have time to um, do things that you love because you're so drained and putting your energy in something else that you might not feel like it's best for you at the moment, but it's necessary at the moment. And when I say it's not just a mindset, it really isn't. Because I heard people say, tell me, Zarya, never give up. Never give up. Never stop doing what you're doing. I was like, it, you make it sound so easy. And that's probably what people are saying right now. You make it sound so easy. It's not. It's not easy. And I get that, because that's where I was. It wasn't easy for me. But the main thing is, you need to keep that in your head. Never give up. That's not just a saying. Like I said, it's a mindset. Not a lot of people have can't have that mindset, because they feel like they can't do it. Like Mr. Kevin said, they can't. They feel like they can't do it. And that's not true. Because it takes, it takes a lot out of you. Sometimes it takes a lot out of me to even get up. But that mindset, that mindset keeps me going, 
keeps me going and looking for a better day when I think about how I didn't even want to get up. I didn't want to live to see a better day. All my days was the same. I get up, I go to work, I come back home, go to sleep. I get up, go to work, come back home, go to sleep. I might hear, eat here and there, but it's like, hey, some one day just snaps. Like, hey, you can't do this your whole life. You don't want to do this your whole life. And I was like, that voice in my head was like, you're right. I'm me, I'm right. I don't want to do that my whole life. And I know a lot of people out there don't want to do that either. And a business, like I said, I didn't think I could run a business, but that mindset, that mindset really helped me. Like, hey, it's not something you're just doing, it's something that you need to do. It's something that you want to do. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I want to make candles. I want to make art. I need this. This helps me. And it could be hard sometimes. I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of things can be hard. A lot of things is hard. And you might feel like breaking down, crying, get it all out. Get it all out now. Because holding in that, that doubt, that non-belief, holding in all that anger and not letting it all out while you can, it can ball up. And then as soon as you release expect it, you explode. And take from me, I exploded one too many times. And that did not help me because... Like you said, I felt like I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I felt like giving up. It was hard. But like when I got introduced to that never giving up mindset, it just snapped something into me. And I've been like that ever since. I'm going to continue to be like that. Zaria, how much have you depended on Raquel, your life coach from Lifespan in those situations? How much have I depended on her? From the moment, like, from the moment that I met her, it was in my biggest moments, my biggest meltdown. And I remember like a day, like it was yesterday, because that impacted what I said and what I did and what happened that day. It could just, it could put me on a new path that wasn't good for me. But my parents, my mom, she introduced me to her. My mom, I love my mom. She, she could be a little bit stubborn, but she is my backbone. And when she introduced me to Miss Raquel, another backbone. Another backbone for me. <laughs> and I have depended on not just her, not just my mom, lifespan in general. I have depended on y'all because the things that y'all do, the people I meet, it's just like, hey, I've never been in an organization like this. I don't think I ever will be in an organization like this. 
Because this one particularly is special. It's something about it that I can't, I can't explain. It's special. And just having this lady right here is just lifting me up. So you both, you both are very inspiring to me in this moment, just to be here. Um, I cannot explain to you what's happening in my heart. Thank you. Miss um, Raquel, a lot of folks in our sector believe that advocating is difficult. Um, we have some grandiose idea that to advocate for people with differing abilities, you know, is going to take some trip to Raleigh or D.C., but advocating is much more simple than that, Miss Raquel, isn't it? It is. It's actually having, like she said, like Zaria said, the mindset, and you have to have the heart. Um, if you don't have the heart or the mindset, yes, it will be difficult for you. But when you want to see change, you will adapt that mindset. And that's how it is. It doesn't matter the ability. I don't see the ability. I see the individual. And that's what it's going to take. So as an expert working in this field, Ms. Raquel, what would you like, what would be your Christmas wish? What would you like to see happen? What, what should the culture do? What should the government do? What, what would you really love to see happen in this sector? I would love to see more opportunity for individuals. I would love to see more openness and more thought into mental health because all of us deal with some type of trauma. I would hope and I wish that that would be a discussion on the table. How do we navigate? What is it going to take? Speakers, contact our congressmen, our representatives. What is it going to take to put this on the table? I have seen too many, one too many suicides because of breakdowns. Because they felt like they had no support. They felt like there was nothing left or no one left. That's really my biggest wish and hope is that we get this on the table and we get it out in the, the community. If, it's, if it takes us walking, <laughs> I don't mind. If it takes us, you know, charity work, I don't mind. To save a life, I never will mind. And it doesn't matter who it is. That's my wish. It's just really good to listen to that. Um, for me personally, just to be, um, I think when I do podcasts like this, I, I, uh, some things are just best left said just like that and to let it go and just be like, Hmm, that's what we need more of. And I think what's really special is as I sit here and look at you too, like you guys are the ones leading the way in that um, through an art business, through lifespan, through this podcast, I see more things in your two's future. Um, and however we can help, however I personally can help, and I'm sure I speak on behalf of Ken as well, 
you just let us know because if we can help advocate for you both, whether it's through podcasts, whether it's through, Hey, let's, let's do a run or let's, let's, uh, get the word out here. And, um, I just think that's like, the, that's why I'm here. You know, if I'm, why am I here at lifespan services? It's cause I want to, I want to see impact in our world Absolutely. and I want to see things change. And I personally feel like, th- like this podcast, this conversation is, cha- is changing my heart. Ken said earlier, there's something that happens within you, me, like within our hearts that you just can't put a, put a word on, but this is impact. Like this is inspirational. This is a story that is meant to be heard. And uh, I just think it's really beautiful, really powerful. And for both of you to be able to, to say these things in such an eloquent and inspiring way, I think, I think it's going to inspire people outside and listening to this podcast to take action, uh, to get involved, to, to just jump in and um, work alongside of us, work alongside you. So thank you for all of that. Thank you for uh, inspiring us and for me too, just to, uh, to never give up, to keep pushing along, to recognize just um, the barriers of mental health and the dark places you can go and to, to recognize that there's people out there that are willing to walk alongside of you. is just really, really cool. So thank you both. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, we're, we're honored. The honor is all, all ours. (laughs) It really is. So, um, any last thoughts before we jump out of here? Ken, Zaria. Yeah, I was going to ask if Zaria would take the last thought and Zaria, what is it you would like for people to know about you? What is it you would really love to say to them? What I would like to say is simply, you're not alone. You're not. I felt like I was alone too. And it's easy to say you're not alone Then think you're not alone. Because words are so easy to say. It's so easy to come out your mouth. But it's the thought. It's the waking up every day and realizing, hey, someone tapping you on the shoulder. Hey, even if it's yourself. Hey. You're not. You're not alone. You are not alone. Miss Raquel and Zaria, thank you for reminding us today that there are people in the world who care and will walk alongside us. I am just so grateful for this conversation. Thank you. We're grateful. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Illuminate. Lifespan Services is a nonprofit for impact organization based in Charlotte, North Carolina. We exist to illuminate the abilities of children and adults with disabilities by providing education, employment, and enrichment opportunities to live, work, and play in their communities. We are actively seeking partners to join us in this mission to ensure every individual with IDD receive the resources they need to flourish. If you want to make an impact right now, you can give financially on our website at lifespanservices.org. There, you will also find opportunities to volunteer with us, 
or even join our team and work alongside individuals every single day. Thank you for listening. And more importantly, thank you for being a part of this with us.